You want to talk about football, fine. You don't, then you go somewhere else. Get ready, get ready. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit. Y'all are not playing. Most of the don't even know how to play football, all right? Go, no urgency. Here we go. Welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Carlos and Chad. You've got to be the dumbest team in America. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Football podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Carlos. And why the heck do you look like you're high? I don't. Well, I always just look this way. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, what are you drinking today, Chad? Today, I am drinking. See, I had to get the little bottle. Um, is it? So, this is a set from Flaviar. Yes. Correct me if I'm saying that wrong. It's a sampler. Okay. It's so, a rye. Balcones. Balcones. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Texas rye, hundred proof. It is shit <laughs> i do not recommend it there you go that's why i left it for you because I, I, don't, I don't like rise and and the other two balconists that i tried in that sampler i didn't particularly care for so i i left it for you because you like rise you i talk appreciate about liking that rise, i so do and i, I really pr- i seriously appreciate it though yeah i still think you should have dumped that out or added something else to it uh i'm drinking old elk uh store pick uh 114 proof so and and what's the verdict on the oh i like it I mean, it's nice uh, yeah yeah it's uh it's a weeded so okay it has a, i'm gonna say it has a little bit of sweetness to it but i still don't get the fucking sweetness in in bourbons because there's nothing fucking sweet about it uh but it smells good and it, it's easy for 114 proof it does go down pretty easily so pretty easily well yes. by the time that ginormous cube melts it it might be drinkable Oh, it's still drinkable. You know, Same you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. For you, maybe my whiskeys and waters. So, so just so you guys know, uh, when he drinks his his bourbons and whiskeys, it's like one ounce of bourbon to like six ounces of water. Yeah, I, I yeah, I like my whiskey and water. Right, that way I taste the whiskey and not the alcohol. Which is why the after pour YouTube channel may never happen. Because could you imagine the hate comment he's going to get on that one? After pour. No, it's the next pour. Whatever. It's the best name ever for a drinking podcast. What are you talking about? It's happening sometime. Podcast or YouTube? Yeah. B- both. Both. I was going to say, I'm not limiting myself on this <laughs> drinking adventure. <laughs> so should we get to talking about fantasy football? That's why we're here. Okay. So wh- why are we here, Chad? Uh, because football is addictive. Uh, no, because we have nothing better to Oh, that's that's not true. That's not true. I got I got family and stuff, and they're pretty awesome. But this is your break away from them. This is very true. <laughs> or their break for me. However, they're yeah, well, at whatever. It. I was you know trying to be nice to you. But I appreciate. I, that. I should have been nicer to Aubrey. Yes. So. <laughs> but, so um. So yeah, I was gonna say it's it's redraft season. It right? is redraft season. We we you know we're all over the board. We're mm-hmm. dynasty focused here. Yeah. But it's, it's if you're starting a, a league, it, it's kind of you're doing a redraft, right? Uh, before we get into that, though, okay, let, yeah. let's let's start with a couple of things that that have happened this week in in in, in yeah, that are dynasty effect, right? So let's start with injuries. Um, there's three big injuries, really two. The other ones, eh, but I felt I should mention it because you know, it's somebody uh, might care. So the first big one, uh, J.K. Dobbins done for the year. Yes, thoughts uh, on that. Bring on the Gus Bus. Right, like I was already kind of liking uh, Gus um, Edwards mm-hmm. as a sneaky, um, you know, late round running back. Mm-hmm. Well, that's gone now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his value goes up. I mean, hell, depending on how bullish you are, I'm pr- mm-hmm. I'm pretty bullish. I think that's a second round pick for me, Ooh, depending on who's available. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking him over Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's probably around my my sweet spot. Okay. Um. But yeah. So I mean, I I'm I would go as high as second round on Gus Edwards this year now. Okay. Um. Go ahead. So let me ask you this question: How do you feel this affects Lamar Jackson? I don't think it's really going to affect him that much. Um. I think they're still going to run the offense that they ran last year. I mean. Edwards was still a big part of that offense last year. Of course, yes. I mean, Dobbins took over later in the year. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I think they were a good team with Edwards back there leading the backfield, too. So. Okay. So you don't feel that going with this, like J.K. Dobbins being done, is going to get Lamar Jackson more rushing yards? Hmm. I, and that's not a trick question. I'm just asking because, honestly, it is a consideration that I had. And, and and to me, losing J.K. Dobbins, and again, we're acting like J.K. Dobbins is this 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 Pro Bowl running back, right? Which he's not. We're, right. We're, we're, it's what we're expecting for him to be. But I don't. I, I think that the loss of of J.K. Dobbins opens up the opportunity for Lamar Jackson to get more rushing yards, or at least more rushing touchdowns, which to me is huge. Well, yeah, I mean that makes total sense though with how they were how they use Gus, right? Mm-hmm. Like Gus's strength is hitting the hole fast, mm-hmm. right? He's not your really outside runner. They'll, they'll do some stuff, right. but now I mean, yeah, so that's going to open those. I mean, those RPOs mm-hmm. um, to where Gus is the middle piece. You got uh, Lamar now. You're going to have to worry about it on the edge, yeah. and I mean Andrews, and maybe I don't, I don't know who else is going to pick up receptions there. Um, I think you you know maybe you see more to Brown, but he always going to get his share. So we did a, I did a redraft. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um. In I did that redraft Tuesday night, so the Dobbins news was already out and all that kind of stuff because it's been a week, right? Yeah, right. Uh, weird draft. I'll go over that a little bit later. He went round six, pick four. Gus Edwards. Oh, sorry. Gus Edwards. Yeah. I I think that's uh, <laughs> and so I may be too bullish, but I mean that's. That's me. I think he's going to have a great year. Okay. No, I, I, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I just think that right now people are kind of. Honestly, I'll be. I looked at Gus Edwards a few times, mm-hmm. but I went with other players instead. I now we'll go over that draft in a minute. But I was, I think, pretty well at the running back position. So. Well, and because I'm mind, sure you you know how I drafted in that. In that <laughs> no way, R- running back centric. <laughs> but so I mean, when I'm. I haven't done any mocks mm-hmm. yet um, for redraft, mm-hmm. so I haven't seen who's going to be there in the second, the turn, and all right. that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think well, we'll go over that so you can see, yeah, uh, not just a mock, but like a, a real league uh, and what what happened to it. Uh, the second one, uh, again, Irv Smith done for the year. They're not saying done for the year, but they're saying initially it was four to five weeks and then it was it's between four or five weeks or four to five months now they're saying more like four to five months so he's pretty much done for the year yeah so what do you think this does for that offense i mean i don't know what your thoughts were on earth smith i think you were pretty high on earth smith going into this season i mean they rudolph is gone um so conklin i think that's his name the the backup tight end Uh, i think obviously this elevates him a little bit uh to be there but do you think this gets more Thielen involved? Do you think that this helps Thielen, or do you think it's Conklin is just going to step in and do what he does? Well, so I, they just made the trade for uh, who's the guy in uh, New York? Um, 
Herndon. Chris Herndon. Yeah, but doesn't know the offense. Is doesn't just stepping know. in. He's I mean, he's he's literally like hot off the presses type of thing. Agreed. But I still think I don't think they make that trade if they're confident in what Conklin can do. I, I agree. Conklin, I don't know when he if he was even drafted, but he he stepped in last year and he did some things, yeah, right? Yeah. But to me, Herndon I, 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 there is at least one or two leagues where I've had Herndon in in, in the past, and Same. he's 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 oddly this tight end that nobody talks about before the season, but injury comes up and dude steps in and scores touchdowns, and, and he's like Chris Carter, all he does is score touchdowns. All he does is score touchdowns. <laughs> um, but I'm just I'm not convinced that a week before the season you're trading for him and he's a guy that's going to be relevant at least for the first half of the season. I, I especially at a tight end position. Yeah, I mean. I, I will say the the move surprised me. Uh, if anything, it I mean, I was kind of a, a Herndon believer in New York. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to take that job, and then it appears that Tyler Croft has. But, yeah, so I, I'm not big on tight ends. If anybody mm-hmm. that I would – look, Thielen's going to get his targets, mm-hmm. right? Um, and Jefferson's going to get his targets. But you don't think they get increased due to this? No. If I'm interested in any receiver there, as far as Dark Horse now that's going to get an uptick, uh-huh. it's going to be D.D. Westbrook. Yep. So that, that'd be uh, who I would like to focus on, right? Depending on how deep your roster is. But do you think D.D. Westbrook comes in and plays like a quote-unquote slot position or a third receiver position? Or do you think that you see more of a D.D. going more to the outside and bringing feeling in to the uh-huh. inside and seeing what happens there. That I, to be honest, I don't know. Because um, I, I see more of that scenario, right? I put Jefferson on one side, I put Didi on the other side, and I bring Thielen in. Let him run That's around. That's what I would do. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense because of Thielen's route running. And then you still have the injury-prone cook. <laughs> <laughs> Easy now. My number number like 1B running back. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't... I don't think it really is going to affect that offense too much. Mm-hmm. I was expecting big things out of Irv Smith this year as so far as I. like big steps forward. Yeah. But I don't, you know, it's at, at tight end position. That's This know. is why I now carry four tight ends because <laughs> um, Irv Smith, done for the year. Yep. Um, Evan Ingram may or may not play for the first half of the season. We don't know what the hell's going on in New York. Maybe. So yeah. I'm starting Cole Clement this week one. Who knows? Yeah. Going into the season, I'm like, oh, I got a good running back situation. I mean, a good tight end situation <laughs> here. And then um, I picked up Conklin just to. So yeah, so you're, you're, you're hoping, and just in case. It's a, it's a whole just in case. It's, uh, I, I, obviously, I need a tight end. So, you know. There's not, in some of the leagues that we're in, there is nothing out there. <sighs> So yeah. I'm still in one league. I'm still going with Taysom Hill as my starting quarterback because, <laughs> but Hey, my running backs are fucking stacked in that league. Okay. Hey, you know what? You don't have to play two quarterbacks. So I know I have four top 10 running backs. In- <laughs> <laughs> this is the, you league. are, you're the antithesis of like two quarterback <laughs> league play. So, so here's the thing. What's going to be funny. It, it's not going to happen. Let, let me make that perfectly clear. But, but if, if, if I league? win this league with no quarterback, I'm going to my 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 symbol for next year is going to be a middle finger, okay? Well, dude, like you, yeah, you that that you become the two quarterback uh, league guru, I believe, right? I believe my wide receiver one is Justin Jefferson in that league. By the way, look after David won with nothing but Bucks players, anything is possible, right? Like, he had some Patriots. He had he had Deshaun Watson. He had some uh, Clemson, Clemson players there too. Clemson so. and Patriots. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, Buccaneers and maybe yeah, whatever. Still. 
So the other one in the injury front, not as huge a deal today as it would have been, say, three or four years ago, but it's still worth mentioning T.Y. Hilton short-term IR. I did hear that. Um, I'm kind of excited to, for Michael Pittman. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, somebody that I'm very high on. You have been for a while. Yeah, and if he can just stay healthy, that'd be great to see what he can actually do. So now just, you know, uh, one of those things that I'm big on mm-hmm. is talent in position mm-hmm. um, or in a, in a role where he can have success. So I think that's there, and I think it's lining up. Uh, there's some also, they, you know, Zach Pascal uh-huh. um, just got off of the uh, COVID. COVID. Yeah. So um, did the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> and the but, center. So, yeah. So with Carson Wentz more than likely being the starting quarterback, right? With Carson Wentz as a starting quarterback, how eager are you to see what T.Y. T- if you're the T.Y. Hilt- T- Hilton owner, mm-hmm. are you... God, I think he's going to have a great year with Carson Wentz. Or are you like, fuck, Carson Wentz? Yeah, no. Well, so last year he had Rivers and he kind of sparked him back, right? Uh Because he with Brissett and I don't know, I don't remember who the other quarterbacks were. uh, Exactly. They were forgettable. Yeah, it it was, but he he went back to irrelevance, Mm -hmm. right? And then came back into relevance with a good quarterback. Mm -hmm. I mean, Wentz, I don't know. You know, he's South Dakota tough, so... Yeah, but is he really though? I yeah, mean, I don't know. If, if that's South Dakota tough, kind of brittle. I can take on South Dakota. <laughs> brittle as a uh, except for those winters, I'm not sure. I like cold weather, but that's just another fucking beast right there. Uh, <laughs> no, no. When your college builds a dome, you know it's too fucking cold. Yeah, in, i.e., Syracuse. Yes. However, I, yeah, I would like to see Don McNabb play up there, but I did. I mean, I'm not in person. I watched yeah. him on TV quite a oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I thought I was a special talent. But anyway, um, so those are the injuries. So to me, T.Y. Hilton, um, to me, not a huge loss. If I'm a T.Y. Hilton owner, he's, I, I'm hoping he's my flex. I was going to say. Point, uh, which losing him is kind of like, eh. In but dynasty. In dynasty, yeah. yes. It, it, in a redraft, I, I, I wouldn't. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not drafting him no, anyway. No. <laughs> I mean, as maybe my Fifth receiver, fourth, fifth receiver, maybe, but I just I'm not a fan of, of of anything. Honestly, I'm not a fan of anything Indianapolis right now. And I know I'm in the minority given the Jonathan Taylor bullshit, blah blah blah. But uh, whatever, Jonathan Taylor, that's his name, right? Yeah, we'll we'll see how that plays out. I'm I'm with you though. Like it it could be a shit show out there. And it, and it's nothing against the team or or even the coach. I I think Reich is is his head. It has that team going in the right direction. I just I think they need time to build. A team there, right? Well, they need a goddamn quarterback for yeah. longer than a year. Yeah, yeah. And and I don't know that um, Ingslinger or, or, or Eason are the answer there. No, I don't think so. Uh, I think go- if Eason was the answer, that he would be the answer, right? Yeah. Um, and, and if Ingslinger was the answer... They'd be playing know, his ass. Exactly. Well, he's on IR now, but whatever. Short-term IR. Yeah. So... Before we go on to the other part of the news, we're talking about some injuries or, or what have you. And, and this player's career wasn't derailed by injuries. It's just whatever. Um, but I think he was somebody you were high on a couple of years ago out of Chicago. No, no. And this isn't a knock on you. You a lot son of, of a bitch. A lot of people were high on him. Uh, Kevin White. <laughs> yeah. Wide receiver. Yeah. And he is now on the practice squad for the Saints. And he played in the Jacksonville game. Mm-hmm. Drop two passes. 
Yeah. And I knew right when he dropped the first one wide open. Not and it wasn't like he's wide open fifty yards downfield. It was a slant pass in the numbers. He dropped it. And you could tell in his face that he was distraught by that, right? He mm-hmm. was like, Fuck, this was my chance. Right. Yeah. And and the talent is there, right? And and Peyton has talked about it. The talent's there. Can he put it together? And in five years he hasn't put it together. Yeah. But I think going to a practice squad might just be what he needs, right? He was, I think, a first-round draft pick in the NFL mm-hmm. by Chicago. Mm-hmm. I believe you were high on him, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you were high on him. Not like you thought he was the greatest receiver ever, but I think you were high on him. I was always, I always had my questions, not because of his talent, but but the situation that he was going into, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and here we are five years later, and he's on a practice squad. So, and this is, again, this is just my question to you. One, what did you see in him? And two, do you think he has a chance to turn it around? Uh, it's It's been too long since I've looked at that Kevin White tape. Uh-huh. Um, but I think he's done. He's done. Like I, I'm, I'm not uh, not taking anything in a super deep league, even mm-hmm. crap shot on him. He, he's had his opportunities. Okay. He shat him away. Okay. He's done. Um, conversely, I kind of disagree with you. Okay. Um, again, deep leagues, right? We're talking right, like right, deep, right. deep rosters here. Take a chance on them. You think um, so? Sean Payton isn't one to to just kind of stash players for no reason, right? Yeah. So he he brought him in for a reason. He had something he saw in him and he liked. Cut him, but he put him on the practice squad. And Sean Payton has had Keith Kirkland, who uh, signed with. The Panthers, I believe, this offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's had a couple of other receivers come in and play on the practice squad. I'm not saying anything's going to happen. Right. But if you have a deep rot, like very, very deep, we're talking like wide receiver 20 here, right? Right. Put him on your roster, kind of stash him, see what happens in the next year. Injuries, anything can happen in injuries. He's in, he's on the practice squad learning the offense. The talent's there. The speed's there. Can he catch the ball, right? And and you never know what's going to happen, but... Um, I, I would, I would, I would get him. I would stash him. I would put him on on, on a deep bench. Um, I don't have him in any of my leagues, only because in the deep, in the leagues that I have deep deep benches, he's he's probably not even available. So, Shit, and you know how old he is? He's twenty nine. Uh, yeah, and I'm just saying, like, yeah. Huh. Me, look, there's hey, a- I would give a lot to go back to being twenty nine. Well, I'm not saying I wouldn't either, but. Yeah, I, I think he's 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 toast. Toasted. Wait a minute, I was one year into my marriage at that point. Can we go back to twenty six? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. When I still had freedom, <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Um, so moving on to other dynasty. I news. like the deep dive though. I like I like I like yeah, the Kevin yeah. Kevin White. Well, I'm not I'm not just here to bash you. I, I I get enough bashing of people while I'm at work all day long. I, I enjoy bashing people. God, I'm trying to remember who was in that class now. Side note, I'm going to check that out after this podcast. But All right, so in other news. Other news, yes. Cam Newton cut, Mac yeah. Jones the starter. Hey, you're right. You, you were, you're pretty pro Mac Jones, like, from the get-go. Only because I, I kind of saw what he did in college. I yeah. saw what he did a little bit of the preseason. To be clear, I don't know that the Patriots are doing the right move here, right? Okay. It, and not because I don't think Mac Jones should be the starter. I'm in the minority here. I mean, one of my name, I'm a minority, but that's a whole other story. Uh, <laughs> but I don't believe a rookie quarterback should be starting week one in the NFL. I just, I don't buy into that, right? 
uh, to me, I think give the I don't care who he is. I don't care if he's Peyton Manning. I don't care if he's Andrew Luck. I don't care who he is. He should not be a starter week one. That's my opinion. Uh, if I was a head coach, I'd be telling the fans, I know what you think. Fuck you. I'm the head coach. We're not starting this guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Patriots situation a little bit different. Hoodie's not one to bow down to the pressure of, of people from the outside. But also, for Hoodie to be giving him the credit, I, I got to... I got to respect the hood, right? He, he's 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 proven that he he may know what he's doing. Um, so he, he picked a pretty good <laughs> good quarterback out of nowhere in the times. seventh round. Yeah. I don't know that he really knew the talent that he was getting. Otherwise, he wouldn't have picked the Sean Payton. So we picked Marcus Colston. Sean Payton drafted Marcus Colston in the seventh round, tight end out of Hofstra. Yeah, became a very good wide receiver. Yeah, and a lot of people, oh, the credit. Sean Payton said, "If I knew how good he was, I wouldn't have waited till the seventh round to fucking get him." Right. <laughs> So it's it's just one of those luck things, but I just I thought what he brought to the table was good. Uh, in in a in a rookie draft, I wanted Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. I settled on Mac Jones. Right, right. But I think over the course, and, and we talked about this on, yeah, on one of the did. podcasts. I think over the next three to four years, Trey Lance is the better option. Over the next five to ten years, I think Mac Jones is the one that that you want to take. But um, well, so, that Mac Jones, that Mac Jones, uh, like there is something to be said. Like I I I agree with you. Where you don't, if you have the luxury of not starting a uh, the the rookie quarterback, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you should probably not do that. Correct, right? I think there's more success in sitting them for a little mm-hmm. bit, letting them learn, making them want to go play, mm-hmm. and then they go play, and then they're fine. But I think if you're thrust into it, it can be kind of a oh shit type yeah. moment. Correct, and, and and please, Hoodie believes more in defense run. Yeah. I'm going to say run the ball, but he believes more in the defense and possibly run the ball. We just don't know what running back's going to be running the ball. Yeah. Hey, Ramondre Stevenson. So I'm glad. So I I watch NFL Network from time to time. Yeah. They talked about the possibility of why cut Cam Newton when you can. I mean, Cam Newton rushed for 20 first downs last year. Okay. I think is the number that they gave. It was a weird number. I was actually surprised that it was that high. And then he had his rushing touchdowns. And the thought was, why not keep him and use him a Taysom Hill type of thing, come in for those things. And the argument that was made on the NFL Network is because of Ramonde Stevenson, yeah. uh, that he can come in and do those things. But in a dynasty question, mm-hmm. if you are the owner of Cam Newton, do you cut him? Do you keep him? What do you do? So I have him. In some two quarterback leagues, mm-hmm. I, it, it's been a shit show. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I have I have Cam Newton, Deshaun Watson. And <laughs> Sorry, I had uh, uh, Mitch Trubisky, Mitchell. Uh, it's Mitchell, Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky, Trubisky, Nick Foles, and um, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So now I have like one quarterback. So you have Aaron Rodgers. I have Aaron Rodgers in two quarterback league. Uh-huh. I have five. Um, well, you still have five. Just you only have one that's actually starting. Well, I cut quite a few of them. But so. Deshaun Watson will have his time back, possibly, possibly. But if I'm a Cam Newton owner right now, I mean, look, my situations. I think on the extreme side of things, I think you can feel free to cut him. I don't. I don't where's he going to go next? He's not a good passer. Nobody, dude. If Kaepernick can't get a job. Whoa! <laughs> the house Cam Newton. The only reason Kaepernick can't get a job is because of the political statements of this country and 
God, I can't even say that with a straight face while I'm pouring bourbon. He's a <laughs> shitty quarterback. The reason he doesn't have a chance to play has nothing to do with him taking a fucking knee. It's because he sucks as a quarterback. He has sucked for many years, and he will continue to suck. He knows that the only reason he's not coming into this league is because he's got a... It'll, it'll mess up his fucking argument to come into this league. He's had offers he chose not to kiss my motherfucking ass. That's what I think about Colin Kaepernick. Sorry, go ahead. So, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to have a career anymore. <laughs> and, and this is the old elk, by the way. Nice. Can I smell? I like the, the bottle. If you haven't seen this bottle, it's a very hefty old school bottle. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. For those so, of you that couldn't tell, I just got up and got more because. You know. so, so what do you think about Cameron Newton? So, because he was a Panther, I, I didn't have him on any of my teams to begin with. <laughs> uh, because it just it didn't make sense for me to have a, a, a Panther on my team. And yes, that includes CMC. Um, that being said, again, going into the deep roster thing, I yeah. don't think that his career is done. Okay. Okay. Do I think he comes back to this league to be a starting quarterback? Absolutely not. Yeah. Do I think that something could happen in the next week or two where somebody gets hurt and he comes in and... Okay, let's say Chicago, for example. I'm not saying I want this to happen, but we all know Andy Dalton is not the answer. No. Justin Field goes out there, tears an ACL. Where do you go? Do you go back to Andy Dalton? Do you go to Nick Foles or do you bring in Cam Newton? Yeah, I don't... And, and again, that's that's the kind of situation that you're kind of looking for. Again, deep, deep rosters, right? We're talking many... I would keep Kevin White before I keep Cam Newton, <laughs> but that's the kind of deep roster that I'm talking about here. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, let let him live on the waiver wire. You'll be fine, you know, in, in a Dallas Cowboys Ben DiNucci kind of way. I, again, yeah, if I mean, that would have comes out tears an ACL week one against the Bucks. Yeah, and that's what he's hoping for right now. That's what Cam. No, and, and honestly, for. that's what he has to right because is he going to come in and play for a league minimum? His his ego won't allow that. Right? Yeah. So he's waiting for an injury, and he comes in at a league minimum. Well, not, not a league minimum. A, a million, two million a year to come in and finish off the season. Yeah. That's but, that's the best he can hope for. Yeah. He's he's because again, no, Luis. I'm not wishing this upon your team. So shut the hell up. <laughs> Tua gets hurt. Where right. does Miami go? That's true. Yeah. That's true. And, and that's the kind of situation that you're looking at. No, I don't want Tua to get hurt. Even though he went to Alabama, I still wish him better than fucking Cam Newton. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see on that one. We'll see. So, now let's flip this a little bit. Now, Mac Jones is the starter. Okay. One, does this make you more excited for the Patriots offense? And two, who are you looking forward to seeing on the Patriots offense? Honestly, I'm not excited about the Patriots offense at all. So the Nikhil Harry injury doesn't bother you at all? No. We didn't talk about any injuries because I just didn't find it in, in, interesting. Sorry, so he's hurt? Nikhil uh-huh. Harry? Uh-huh. Harry? Henry? Uh-huh. He's hurt? Nikhil Harry. He's hurt? You were high on him last yeah, year. Yeah, I know. I, uh, yes, he's hurt. Me, I don't know pro. what the extent of his injuries, but I know he's hurt. I saw it going down the thick. It doesn't, it but doesn't he wasn't matter, even man. the number one. Jacoby Myers is the number one receiver there. Yeah, like I'm not... I don't. I don't even know what the hell to make of the Patriots. I think they're going to suck again. You? If by suck you mean nine and seven, sure. <laughs> I, I think I. Well, they had a losing record last year, right? Yeah, but uh, I think. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to do that again. Uh, Dude, well, look at their division. Like you know, you got a resurgent Dolphins. 
You got a pretty damn good Bills team. And you still get to face the Jets twice a year. <laughs> and you got the Jets, who I really want to be good still. Yeah. Yeah. And the Jets will be good if Johnny Hector and Al Toon and them come out of retirement. Okay? Yes. And even at 100 years old, they would be better than what they have on that roster right now. Because Michael Carter's hurt. He's, yeah. he's questionable for week one. Yeah. So where are they going to go? Tevin Coleman's it, man. So I will tell you, uh, I'm a little bit interested to see what happens to Jacoby Myers. Uh, okay. I think he's got some potential. I, I I think Mac Jones is a better passer than Cam Newton. I don't think that's a big stretch. <laughs> no, but I think it opens up the possibilities. And honestly, mm-hmm. um, your boy, and I'm, I'm surprised you didn't mention him, John Lou Smith. Uh, I, I think forget- it opens up some possibilities for him. Don't they have Hunter Henry up there too, or is he hurt? He's already, already? hurt. Okay, I was gonna say is and, he and, hurt. And by week one, he's gonna have a hangnail issue, so he's gonna be hurt again. Okay, so yeah, no, I, I, I honestly, I'd forgotten that Johnny Smith was up there. Ah, trick question. Aha, I got you. You did, you did. So I'm interested to see what old Johnny does. We're already thirty minutes into this. I don't know. Can we do a rundown on on on? Oh, the... we're not done on what I have on notes. So okay. settle down. Okay, there. I was gonna we'll, say we'll, we're gonna do a quick the the redraft. We'll do a quick rundown on that one. Okay. So um, and this one should be read really really quick. Um, news: Winston starting in New Orleans. You're not right. a shocker. You called it. Yeah, I'm not happy about that one. I wish I was wrong, but Winston starting in New Orleans. Does that? I'm a Saints fan, so I will exclude myself from this conversation. But what as as a dynasty owner? How do you feel about that? As a dynasty owner, I'm much more excited about the wide receivers there. Okay. Right? Because, look, <laughs> for whatever Winston is, he is a better passer than Taysom Hill. Um, I think he's going he's gonna to f- throw the ball downfield and, you know, whatever happens, happens. So that's going to give opportunities. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what Peyton can do. With uh, are you excited about? Are are you more excited today about the Saints' offense than you were, say, two weeks ago? Yes. Okay. Um, Trevor Lawrence to start on Jacksonville. I don't know if we covered this last time we 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 talked or not, but how nah, do you feel about that? They're gonna suck. Wilson starting in the Jets. I'm 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 kind of excited for that. Just but look, I was excited for Darnold at the Jets too, mm-hmm. right? Like I think I just have a Jets bias. I don't know why. I have no reason to. Um, but yeah, I. I I'm excited for Wilson up there. I'm excited to see what Salah's going to do there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, defensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just figured Wilson was going to be the starter all along. I figured Trevor was going to be the starter all along. I don't agree with it, but they traded Minshew, so they're all in on Trevor Lawrence, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Minshew went to Philly. Philly. Uh, so I, I think that was Urban Meyer's way of saying, you're my guy. You go out there and you throw 10 interceptions week one, you're still my guy. Uh, again, I don't agree with that. I think... Minshew should have been the starter for the first couple of weeks. Let him, you know, let him be the one that gets beat up. And then you, you one, you're a rookie coach. Mm-hmm. You have a rookie quarterback. You just bought yourself three years. Yeah. So why beat your quarterback up week year one? That's just my personal opinion. Um. So, uh, but that being said, I'm interested to see what happens with DJ Chark and what happens with uh. Marvin Jones Jr. just, I've never been, and I, I know I'm in the minority here. You're not. I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge you. Marvin, I've never been a, a Marvin Jones Jr. fan in, in Detroit. He's always proved me wrong, right? Yeah, he always, same. He always ends up with all these receptions, and I'm like, the fuck. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's weird that we're the same on that. Like, I, I, I will and go out of my way. the only thing we're the same on, just to be clear. I will go out of my way we not to disagree draft. on bourbons, but okay. We do. We do. But I'll go out of my way not to draft Marvin Jones Jr., right? I'll be like, fuck, that guy's still on the board? No. Right? It's, it's always been that way. But right. you're right. He always proves us wrong. So why not again in Jacksonville? But, yeah, I, I if of those two, I really want to see what Shark can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see what happens with the run game because I think this is James Robinson's last hurrah at being the number one. Uh, but they're, they're going to suck. They're going to suck. Right. So, All right. So um, now moving on to redraft news. I did a draft this Tuesday, Tuesday at 15 p.m. <laughs> yes. Um, Dan was part of that draft. So, oh, for, so for the record, remember yeah. last week I called out Dan and I said I would be willing. I haven't heard from him. So, you know, so, right, he, so we know where he stands. So hold on. So he sent me a text message yeah. right on Friday, okay. Friday night. He sends me a text message. He's like, well, question mark. And I'm like, fuck, did he hear the text? Did he hear the, the podcast? <laughs> I replied back, question mark, question mark. Right. Yeah. And he's like, how do we do on the raffle? I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, oh, fuck, I forgot about the raffle. So he and I bought tickets to be in a raffle for the Habitat for Humanity yeah. in Kentucky. Okay. The top prize was Pappy's flight. So the nice. Pappy 10, 12, 15, 20, and 23. Uh, so he and I had planned we would drive up to Kentucky, you know, get the bottles and blah, blah, blah. They'll ship it to us, but we found we thought it would be more fun to drive up there. Take, take a road trip to Kentucky? Of course. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about a road trip with Dan, but I would have done it for... Um, I was going to give him the Pappy 20. So we had decided to, to split it up. Yeah. And it was going to be whoever got the 23 didn't get the two before that. And I'd rather have the eight, the, the 20 and the 17 than I would the 23. So so we had decided how we were going to split them up and everything. <laughs> um, then there was the scenarios of, well, if somebody asks you, you know, you know how Dan is, right? He's got to play 30 different scenarios in his head. Right, right. But just the idea of going to Kentucky and getting these and who knows what other bourbons I'll buy along the uh, way. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. But anyway. Um, we didn't win anything. We right. didn't even get any of the cash prizes. So whatever. So I was like, "Oh shit!" Did you hear this podcast? I'm, I'm like thinking the podcasting, and you know, it turns out it was about the bourbon that didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, I know. But I, I'll be entering again next year because, well, I wouldn't mind have some poppy bottles. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a pretty good idea for a raffle, man. Yeah, good job. And it was a hundred bucks a ticket. So. Yeah. Um, but anyway. That's neither here nor there. Right, right. right. Uh, so Dan's in that league. Uh, Jeremy is in that league, who's also in, in, in our league here. And so 30 seconds per pick. Redraft league, 30 seconds per pick. Yeah. Could you do it? I mean, what, what's your thought on that? I mean, obviously, Look, manage, it, it, right? it's fast, right? Like, I'd have to know that going in. So, mm-hmm. I, so like you were saying, right? You got to set up your queue, get everything going, ready to rock and roll. But yeah, if I wasn't aware of that and then the draft started, I'd be kind of pissed. Okay. So. I had the number six overall pick. Yeah. So I'm just going to ask you off the bat. So number six overall, who do you think I, I took? Eckler. Wow. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who'd you uh, get? Elliot. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. So That's a good pick. At number six overall, I took Elliot. Okay. At number whatever on the second time, second round, I did take Eckler. Oh, he was around in the second. <laughs> nice. Yes, he was. Okay. So come around to the third round, okay? Yeah. Jefferson's dropping. He's just dropping. Justin Jefferson's dropping. You're ready. Dropping, you're dropping. gonna pull. You're gonna pull He's the there. knife. And I'm looking at. Him, I'm like, there's an auto pick right before me. Fuck. He's gone. So last year in this league, right? I I don't remember what pick I had in the first round. 
Yeah. Kamara's dropping. And, and and by dropping, I mean like I had like the number six pick or five pick. So Kamara's, you know, fucking auto pick. Kamara goes. Fuck. <gasps> so I'm looking. I'm like, oh, fuck, auto pick. He's going to go at that auto pick. And, and sure as shit, it's going. Jefferson's right there. Auto pick, gone. Yeah. I took Chris Carson in the third round. Okay. Nice. So Chris Carson in the third round. Um, which, so I went running back, running back, running back. I know, shocker, right? Yeah, you? Uh, no but way. So my starting running backs, Ezekiel Elliott, Austin Eckler. My flex is Chris Carson. Nice. Okay. So we come back to the fourth round. I was like, okay, I got to take a receiver here. There were some running backs that I still liked. Yeah. But I've, I've got to have some restraint, right? Because it's, it's a redraft, right? We're not talking dynasty. We're talking redraft here. Terry McLaurin. Okay. In the fourth round. In the fifth round, I come back around Jerry Judy. Okay. May have reached a little bit on that one, but I like him better than Cortland Sutton going into the, into the draft. So in the sixth round, actually, we're going to go back. So those that's my first five picks, right? So I want to recap the draft a little bit. Okay. Number one overall, Christian McCaffrey. Number two, Dalvin Cook. Number three, Alvin Kamara. Number four, Derek Henry. Nice. Number five, Saquon Barkley. Oof. Number six, Jonathan Taylor. Okay. And this is a redraft league, right? We're not talking a dynasty league. We're talking a redraft league. I think Saquon went a little too early. Oh, yeah. Uh, for a redraft league. That's not, I'm not saying Saquon isn't a good running back. Please understand that. I just think the first three or four weeks of the season, if they're smart in New York, they're going to keep him back. They're going to hold him back. Yes. That's what I would do. So, Jonathan Taylor. I'm sorry. Did I say... I had the sixth pick. I'm sorry. I had the eighth pick of the draft. Okay. Elliot was still there at eight. That's pretty good. Well, at number seven, Travis Kelsey. I've been hearing a lot of that lately. Um, and I want to talk to you about this because you're a Chiefs fan, right? So Yeah. It, it's, it kind of scares me, man. Like So, okay. T.Y. Hilton or Travis Kelsey? Oh, obviously. Obviously, Kelsey. Okay. All right. No, no. And I'm asking the question because, honestly, I'm torn there, right? Okay. Um. Hold on, T.Y. Hilton? No, no, no. Did I say T.Y. Hilton? Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, Hill. T.Y. Okay, yes. Yeah, Tyreek Tyree Hill. Hill. Tyreek Hill. Sorry, Tyreek Hill. I'm going T.Y. Hilton. No, Hell yeah, no, I'm no, going no. Kelsey. Tyreek Hill. Sorry, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. No, that, that one is uh, for me as well. For me as well. Uh, and, and I'm torn there, right? Because the value of a tight end, and especially someone like Kelsey, mm-hmm. brings him up. But Tariq Hill is is a special talent. And in a redraft league, mm-hmm. right, not in a dynasty league, and I think in a redraft league, I rate Tariq Hill a little bit higher. I think the... the, the Again, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Right, My right. window on Tariq Hill is two more years. Yeah. So, sorry, go ahead. I, I think the argument there is going to be uh, they're thinking that Kelsey is going to be more the dump-off guy, which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be the, the middle-of-the-field guy. And I think he's going to get more points. But a better line this year, giving Mahomes more time. Hopefully. Yeah. It should should be a better offense this year. Okay. And then um, at number nine was Devontae Adams at number 10. Actually, at number 10, there was a running back that went. I'll give you two guesses if you can tell me who it is. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think of who. Mixon? No. Um... I don't know if you, okay, uh, Antonio Gibson Oof. went ten overall, and then at I'm the so turn, low on him. I, I am too. I am too. 
And then at the turn, obviously the person had, you know, you can interchange the two, right? Yeah. Aaron Jones. I mean, now, I, like, I like Jones. Do you think, so we're talking a 10-team league, and I, and I told you this, so you, you know, you asked me, Dan asked me the, uh, the dad after the draft, how do you feel about your team? I think I have a great 12-team league team. I don't know that I have a great 10-team league team. But right. To me, Aaron Jones going technically 11 overall in a redraft league. Mm-hmm. Now, when I, again, not Dynasty, in a redraft league, Aaron Jones going 11 overall to me is a little low. Yeah, I think that's a good steal. Like, I think that's a good pick. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised, but I don't like Gibson, right? Like I'm, I'm, I don't either, which is why I took Jarrett, whatever his name is, <laughs> my rookie league. Yeah, so yeah, I, I I don't like that pick, but I, I like the value on on Jones. So twelve, Nick Chubb. Yeah, I think Chubb should have been higher, but that's me. Thirteen, Austin Eckler. Thirteen, that's a steal of the draft right there. I don't know if it was a steal of the draft. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's a steal of the draft. Fourteen, Tariq Hill. Now, here's a question. This is the one that happened. So Re- running back heavy in that first two rounds. Redraft league. 15 overall. Yeah. Najee Harris. Well, I mean, he is going to be the guy in Pittsburgh. So. And especially with Marlon McFarlane being hurt. Yeah. But here's the guys that went after him. Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, Joe Mixon. Who would you take ahead of I, Najee in I, those? I, all of those guys. I think I take ahead of, of Najee there. All those guys. I don't take Steph. I, I honestly, I don't take DeAndre Hopkins ahead of him, and I definitely take Joe Mixon. Obviously, you, you know I'm a huge fan of Joe Mixon. I think he's got higher potential. I don't touch Calvin Ridley. Take the Atlanta Falcon thing out of the equation. I just don't know what to think about that Atlanta Falcons offense this year. I'm with you. I mean, well, yeah, I, I don't. Mike Davis is their running back one. I don't know what to think about that. Uh, we'll see. Their QB one is still suspect, in my opinion. But <laughs> True. I mean, Calvin Ridley did fine last year without Julio. So, I mean, he might still be good. Mm-hmm. You know, but Kyle Pitts is going to be the game changer, right? So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him. He's going to have opportunity. Who was the last tight end that was a game changer? Remember Tony Gonzalez. Remember Hunter Henry coming into the league. Oh God, I, you know, fuck Hunter Henry. That's I mean, he's not I'm my type. That. But things. But that, I prefer that's women. I agreed. Uh, but yeah, okay. I, I, I just fuck Hunter Henry. Okay, so we're going into the third round. The third round first pick was a tight end. Who to you is the second tight end in a redraft league? I'd say it's a toss-up between Mark Andrews and Kittle. and I mean, you could throw Waller up there. Waller went 3-1. Okay. Waller, A.J. Brown, James Robinson, C.E.H. Holy shit. James Robinson goes ahead of C.E.H.? I don't get it, but yes. Um, David Montgomery, Keenan Allen. Okay, and this is where, remember I told you. This is round three. So Justin Jefferson is is falling all these picks, right? Yeah. To me, Justin Jefferson, I take ahead of Keenan Allen. I take Justin Jefferson ahead of, I don't know that I take him ahead of CEH because you know I'm a little running back bias, right? Yeah. I take him ahead of, of Darren Waller. I take him ahead of James Robinson. I take him ahead of Calvin Ridley. But anyway, so Jefferson's dropping, dropping, dropping. He goes at number 27. Um, and then I took Chris Carson. Josh Jacobs and then Mike Evans. I like I like Evans down there, mm-hmm. but I like I like Carson. I think upside on Carson and Jacobs, 
I think Carson takes the upside there. In a dynasty league, there's no way I make that draft pick. In a redraft league, oh, yeah, I like so, it. I'm saying for this year. Yeah, no, no. In a redraft league, I like my pick. Carson has everything to play for this year, man. Absolutely. So, I want, yeah, he could have a really great year. I think he's got the talent. Mm-hmm. So. But, yeah, I mean, in, in Los Angeles or Las Vegas, sorry, one of the losses, um, th- th- they're going to be splitting time there. So, Well, Ken- Jalen Richard is hurt. Well, but it was always going to be a Kenyon Drake and... Um, Josh Jacobs show. So. Yeah, I have Kenyon Drake in one of my leagues, and I fucking hate that. Yeah, what the hell are you going to do with that? Yeah, I, I have Josh Jacobs in that league, too, so uh, nothing. Um, so <laughs> at the turn, at the four, so the three, four turn, the guy takes Mike Evans and George Kittle. I like Kittle in four. That's That seems like a good pick, but so you still got one good tight end left on the board. Yeah. Uh, and then Robert Woods, Terry McLaurin, which is why I yeah. took him. And then after McLaurin, so we're talking in the fourth round, Allen Robertson, Patrick Mahomes, Cooper Cup, CeeDee Lamb, Amari mm-hmm. Cooper, mm-hmm. Miles Sanders, and Josh Allen. Little high on Josh Allen, in my opinion. Mahomes went at about the time that he should go. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think I'm reaching for quarterback yet, but yeah. yeah. So in, so round five, Adam Thielen, DeAndre Swift, Miles Gaskin, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson. Chase Edmonds, Jerry Judy to me, and then Mark Andrews and Damian Harris. Yeah, okay. We're get we're getting to that round of being like, eh. yeah. I, I think at this point you kind of lump them all together. Uh, so in round six, six one was T Higgins, six two was uh, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and then I had six three and I took Jamar Chase. Go figure. Right. And then right after that, Gus Edwards went. And I looked at Gus. Ugh. I looked at Gus heavily, but being that I went running back heavy with my first three picks, yeah. I wanted another receiver there. Yeah, of course. You know, I, I think you did the right thing. Man, I do like Gus. Whew. If I could get him, that that was, what, round six? Mm-hmm. Dude, if I could get him in the sixth round, like, I'll, I'll wait till the fifth. It was tough because <laughs> I renewed the, 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 the news on, on Dopkins. But, again, I went... Elliot Eckler Carson. Yeah, right. And with McLaurin and Judy. Not that I don't like those. I, I felt like I needed something a little bit more on the receiver side. So I went Jamar Chase. I yeah. went a little bit earlier on Jamar Chase, but I went Jamar Chase anyway. So I still can't believe you went Chase so early, but in this league, I don't know what to think of people. I really don't. I haven't I work with these people, but right. I still don't know what to think. So I went Jamar Chase there just because I was thinking of I was thinking more of the, I've got my starting lineup set. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more now, weeks five, six, seven, eight. Right, right. And that's why I took Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase is going to have a good second half of the year. I don't think his first half of the year is going to be that great. Okay, okay. Um. So round seven, I came back and I took Michael Thomas. Okay. I took him only because I knew in round eight, Dan would take him. So yeah. I wanted to get him a, a round early. Again, he's a pup player. I knew he was going to be on the pup. And the thing with, with Michael Thomas, I'm not playing fantasy football to play for the regular season. I'm playing because I'm going to assume I'm making the playoffs. Right. right. If I'm not assuming I'm making the playoffs, then what the fuck am I doing here? Right. Yeah. So I assume I'm going to make the playoffs. Michael Thomas is a stash for the playoff run. Yeah. And, like that, that. and that's why I took him. Um, so that was round seven. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. In round eight, I came back and I took DJ Chark. Okay. More than likely going to drop him, but I think I thought round seven, 
He's been injured. We haven't seen much plays. of. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, right now, I'm looking for upside players, guys that can 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 come off. If I have to cut them, I have to cut them. Who cares, right? right. Um, this may surprise you. Mm-hmm. So DJ Chark went to me at 73, at 74, Kenny Galladay. So I took wow. DJ Chark over Kenny Galladay. I I'm surprised at you for that. I'm very <laughs> surprised. <laughs> I, I figured you might be. I was thinking of this when I took him. I'm like, wow, I took him over Galladay. Wow. You know I'm a Galladay fan. I, I was going to say that's kind of like a sin, man. Like I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> that's dirty. <laughs> so here's one that I think you will enjoy, though. Mm. So at 73, I took DJ Chark. 74 uh-huh. was Kenny Galladay. 75, Logan Thomas. 76, Debo. 76? Yes. Man, Debo. See, maybe I'm just too high on Debo. It's possible. I just traded a first round pick next year for Debo. In a different league. And yeah. I, I I was like, yeah, that's a steal. I'll take it. So I will I'm trying to find him. I can't. Brandon Ayuk went 58. Damn. So round seven. Okay. In the interest of full disclosure. In round seven, I took Michael Thomas. Right. And I yeah. took him because I figured Dan would take him. And I wanted to get him before. However, however, I had my eye on a certain player. Yeah. Justin Herbert. Who he's you know I'm looking at him. Somebody took him at sixty three. Okay. So I'm like, well, he's gone now. Yeah. And I had him at seventh round. That's who I was. Go- I was looking at. I was looking at at Justin Herbert in the seventh round. Okay. I was like, do I take him? Let's see if he drops to me. If he drops to me, I'll make the decision then. Right. It, it became a Justin Herbert, Michael Thomas. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. If I had to make the decision, I'd take Justin Herbert over Michael Thomas. I think. You're probably right. I, I think it's going to be a good year. I, I think so offense. too. I, I really, really do. Uh, when Justin Herbert went, I, uh, I, I obviously is, is Michael Thomas is, is who I took. So round eight, um, we're coming back around, and that's when I took DJ Shark. Mm-hmm. Before that, Russell Wilson, Mike Davis, and then DJ Shark, and then I told you that uh, you know the guys. So. Chase Claypool, Robbie Anderson, and then Tyler Boyd round out the top, uh, round eight. So now we go to round nine, okay? Mm-hmm. Round nine, I'm looking at tight end, right? I'm like, okay, there's a guy that's still there that I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. 81, Devontae Smith. 82, Will Fuller. 83, not my pick, mm-hmm. Dallas Goddard. Uh, yep. <laughs> So I was like, ah. so who do I take in 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 the ninth round? James Conner. Okay. Um, again, I'm thinking later on in the season. We've talked about that before. Yep. I think before the season ends, I think James Conner is the starter. Yep. And then we go to round ten. Okay, round ten. We come around. People start taking defenses at this point. I don't get that, but whatever. All right. Uh, D- Washington's defense goes. Leonard Fournette goes. In '93, I took Marquez Callaway. Okay. Okay. Again, Thomas Hurt. We'll see what happens. You know, we we'll go from there. So that's round 10. At this point, I still don't have a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, all right. I have my eye on a quarterback that I'm thinking of because Justin Herbert went, Russell Wilson went. I have a guy that I have in the back of my mind. Okay. Pains me to think of that guy, but you know, whatever. Oh, no. So, so round 11 comes around, right? Yeah. Round 11. These are the guys that go uh, Henry Ruggs, Corey Davis, Jalen Waddell. 
uh, Jarvis Landry, Antonio Brown, too early for Antonio Brown, in my opinion, in a redraft league. Rojo, too early in a redraft league, but that's just me. Marcus Brown went 107 overall. Okay. That to me is a little late for him. The number one in Baltimore going in the 11th round, a little late. However, at 108, that was my pick, Jameis Winston. Oh, God. You got Jameis Winston on your redraft team. It's not like you didn't have options. I need more bourbon. Yeah, you do. God damn, I never thought I'd see this day. I, I Shame. Where's the lady with the bell? Get the get the bell. Shame. Ding, ding, ding. It is. It is. It is shameful. I, I was like, I can't believe I'm fucking <laughs> No, and trust me. This was an internal struggle here, right? I'm like, on... Not, not that I had a lot of time to think because it was only 30, 30 seconds for a fucking pick. Right. But I'm like, fuck, 11, 12. Meet Jameis. I could see a scenario where Jameis throws for, for 4,000, 5,000 yards this season, right? I could see that scenario, but I can also see a scenario where he throws for 200 yards and he's benched for the rest of the season, right? Say, right? So I'm like, fuck. Do I really want to go with this? 11th round, I could see one of these assholes coming in here and taking Jameis because this is an unpredictable league. I don't know what they're thinking. He's down there. Let me just take him now. But again, at 11th, 11th round, what am I taking? Phil Notch team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, now, 12th round, John Lou Smith. See, we'll see. We'll see. I, I needed a tight end. I didn't know who else to take. I was like, ah, oh, let me take this guy. And then to in the 13th round, again, I'm taking flyers here. You're right. Trey Sermon. Okay. You're you're higher on him than I am. But hey, I'm taking flyers. Just like I was saying earlier, though, whoever Shanahan puts in his running back position Mm -hmm. does well. And then round 14, Jacoby Myers. The number one in, 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 by this point, the Mac Jones announcement was made. Yeah. I'm taking a chance, right? I may end up cutting these two guys. I don't know what's going to happen, but why not take a chance on them? Yeah. And then the rest of the draft is just defense and and, and kicker. Right. Who gives a shit? But so I will say, the years that I'm most successful in redraft mm-hmm. is because I have players at the end of my bench that are expendable, mm-hmm. and I don't feel bad about making those moves to get in early on the waiver wires mm-hmm. to grab the guys that are surprises. Mm-hmm. So just for whatever that's worth, that those are the years that I'm the best. Okay. So you're more of a deep diver than I am because I just don't have time for that shit. In the 16th round, yeah, right. This is in a redraft league. Yeah, kicker, quarterback Matt Ryan. That's in the 16th pretty good round. value. Kicker, kicker. I, if he wasn't the fact that he plays for the fucking Dirty Birds, right? Young Hoku. I know. I would so have him on my team. You know, I, ha- I, 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 I would love to have him on my team, but as a Dirty Bird, there's no fucking way. I, I, I had- hope he tears an ACL week one. Uh. I think I had him, and my team name was uh, Two in the Coup. There so, you go. See, there's yeah. there's so much potential there. It was, and I it can't was have great. him on my team. So after that, Miko Hardman. Yeah. Devontae Booker. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski. Like that. Like that late. 157 overall out of 100, 160 picks. 159, 160 picks. Tyson Williams. 
hold on. Is this the, the guy that's fighting with uh, my guy, Hill, in Baltimore? Yep. Yeah. So I think he's got the edge. Yeah. I do. Uh, and I don't know. There were some there were some grumblings that he might actually be taking on Gus the Bus for like splitting carries. So he went 158th overall. After that was a kicker. And then the number, Mr. Irrelevant in this draft was Latavius Murray. Well, what do you think about that as Saints guy? You think it's a bad pick? Honestly, no, I don't. Okay. Because I, I, we may have talked about this. Maybe we didn't. Um, if something... God, please don't happen. Please God, don't happen. If something happens to Alvin Kamara, yeah. it's not Jones. Yeah. It's it's Latavius Murray. Yeah. And I'm, so, you said that. Yeah. So, so to be clear, so let me... Let's back up six hours. Yeah. Five hours. I'm driving home from work, and I'm listening to CBS's podcast, and they're talking about Tony Jones Jr. Yeah. And uh, Dave Richard, who I have the utmost respect for, is talking about Tony Jones. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'm not sure that I'm, I'm as confident as I was a couple of weeks ago on this guy, and blah, blah, blah. Dave Richard knows, has forgotten more about fantasy football than I could ever dream of knowing. Let's, let's make that 100% clear. Fair enough. That being said, Tony Jones is not the replacement to Alvin Kamara. If Alvin Kamara gets hurt, mm-hmm. it's Latavius Murray. So I don't care what the depth tar- chart says. Mm-hmm. It could say Tony Jones is number two, Latavius Murray number three. Right. If Alvin Kamara gets hurt, Latavius Murray is the starting running back. Yeah. The reason I think Tony Jones Jr. is a, is, is very relevant in Dynasty is because of next year. Right. This Latavius Murray signed signed a two or three year contract, three year contract. This should be the last year of his contract. Mm-hmm. So Tony Jones comes in as a we're going to keep you. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn this offense going into next year. You and Alvin Kamara are almost interchangeable. Mm-hmm. We lose the 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 contract for Latavius Murray because he's the end of his contract. We're bringing you in at a rookie number, right? To me, it's a no brainer, right? So. Going into next season, more than likely your your depth chart is Kamara, Tony Jones, and Washington. Yeah, all Kamara's getting Kamara's getting paid his mm-hmm. money. Tony Jones in in Washington are on five hundred, six hundred million, uh, six hundred thousand dollar contracts. No brainer to me. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I yeah, that sounds so. Good. If you have a dynasty league deep dive. So going back to the Kevin White thing from from earlier, like, right, you know, yeah, yeah. two hours into this podcast ago, yeah, Tony Jones Jr. is your better stash because oh, yeah. I think he's going to be next year. He's your replacement to Alvin Kamara, but not this year. So if you have a taxi squad, mm-hmm. put him on your taxi squad. If you have just a deep bench, put him on there Check him on the because end. I think Latavius Murray's done at the end of this year in New Orleans. Okay, yeah. I think we're and on like, the same page. But on, on the seat, and again, I have those guys are, are amazing. I don't want to, I'm not trying to bash them. But they're like, well, if I had Latavius Murray, you know, and, and if I was the head coach and if somebody offered me this, I'd rather. It's not about that. Sean Payne's looking at next year. Sean Payne's not worried. I mean, he's worried about this year. Don't, don't get me wrong. But it's kind of like if you're the head coach in the NFL, if you're just focused on this year, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, so yeah. to me, Sean Payton is looking at Tony Jones next year and the year after that. And, and honestly, Sean Payton's probably looking at five years down the line. Is this guy going to be the replacement to Alvin Kamara when his contract gets 
too much that we can't handle, and can he take that load? Yeah. Which, I mean, if the, he's saying that already, or if the thought is that you see that they're possibly interchangeable, I'm, you know it's on his radar. So when I drafted Tony Jones Jr., mm-hmm. I think I drafted him, I'm pretty sure I did. I, would, I didn't draft him for this year. To me, he was a guy that's going to be sitting on my bench because next year he's the number two in case something happens to Kamara. Yeah, but this year you, you didn't even stretch for him on a rebound. I have no intentions of ever starting him this year. So that's the difference, kids at home. Pay attention. And it does help that he's a Saints player. So this is very true. You, the, you, I, but, but conversely, let's take Juan, for example, right? Juan, yeah. Juan has this thing for wide receivers. He prefers wide receivers over running backs. I don't know what his problem is, but whatever. Interesting. Callaway. He's had Callaway on his roster for a couple of years now. A year yeah. or two now. Callaway has always, to me, had, had talent. But honestly, Callaway's done what, what Traquan Smith could never do. And that's why Callaway is now the number two, possibly the number one going into this season. And he's had him on his bench. So Yeah. So, again, you're going to know more about your team that you favor than you will the other players in the NFL. If you don't have a favorite, then more power to you. Right. But when you have that team that you like, you're going to know more the second, third, fourth, and fifth positions So for, yeah. to look at the future. And in Dynasty, that's what matters. Yeah. Kind of build for championships tomorrow. I think that's it, man. Over an hour? Yeah, we, yeah, we need to cut this. Cut! I do like this old elk, though. <laughs> and it's a six-year, by the way, in case you were wondering the age the age on the year. So, um, anything else? No, that's it, man. Hit me up at STM. I think I talked more on this podcast than, than I you I enjoy it. I enjoy no, it. I, I, I enjoy I, the ranting. I'm blaming the old elk. I don't... I wish I was buzzed or drunk, but I'm not. We need to figure this shit out, because... So, for the record, I, I know we're over an hour now. Yeah, so yeah. I went to the Hard Rock Cafe for lunch today. Right? And? They have a double double decker, double cheeseburger <laughs> on the menu now. Okay. Okay? It's a lot of meat. I was going to say, it, you can't it's even... Like, so you've been to the Hard Rock Cafe. You know their patties are pretty I was going to say, big. you can hardly fit one in, in, a, in a mouth. Okay, so it's a double decker. Maybe it has two with two things of cheese and lettuce and tomato and onions. I may or may not have eaten the whole thing. Damn. With fries. <laughs> I may have been a with, little bit hungry at lunch with today. With or without uh, fries. Yeah. So uh, so I did have that. So, you know, a lot of food in my stomach. So a couple of bourbons ain't going to affect me. Uh, and, and it kind of bothered me. But I'm not going to stop drinking bourbon. Uh, but I did have a, a very, very heavy lunch. But if you ever at a Hard Rock and you get the double-decker, double-cheeseburger, I recommend it. Yeah. And if you can eat the whole thing, hit me up. We'll talk and we can have a challenge here. <laughs> hey, I'm down for doing some food challenges sometimes. I, I I wouldn't win, but maybe ice cream. Maybe ice cream I could win. So, okay. Ice cream. Yeah. So for those of you listening, we're done with the fantasy football talk. We're just chatting here. So if you're ever, if you and I are ever in New Orleans at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Which next time you go to New Orleans, let me know and I'll go to New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. There is a place, the Creole Creamery, the Chapatula Sunday. Chapatula Sunday? Yes. You probably, if you ever saw, you would not have pronounced Chapatula because it starts with a T. But, you know, whatever. You're right. Um, they have a Sunday on their menu. It's like 12 scoops plus the sides. Juan could better describe it to you. To me, I, I just look at the ingredients. I'm already in a diabetic shock. Yeah. And I'm not a diabetic, but that's how much sugar is in this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. I will gladly pay for anything to see you eat the whole thing. Oh, see, I was thinking the one revolution down here. They got that. 
nothing yeah. on Re- Revol- Revolution. I like the Rev. You know I like the Rev. It's good stuff. Okay. You, you turned me on to the Rev. Okay. But Creole Creamery, much better. Okay. So, little tidbit here. Yeah, whatever. We got to end this goddamn <laughs> thing. <laughs> I know. We do. But little tidbit here. So I go to Creole Creamery one time. And I was like full because we had just eaten lunch or dinner or whatever it was. And they have their just they're just their base. That their their ice cream is just the base. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you mix into other things. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm gonna have the base because, you know, it'll it'll be easier, right? It's just the base. That fucking shit is sweeter than the fucking ice cream that they've added shit to. Really? I was like, this is like fucking sugar. <laughs> anyway. Just so if you ever had an ice cream parlor and they have just the base. Get Don't something be else pulled. on top of it. Make sure you get the other thing because it's less sweet than the fucking base is. That's crazy. Yes. But those adult ones are always a plus. I I highly recommend adult ice cream. <laughs> on that. On that. Um, anything else? No, no, no. We'll talk to you later. All right. Have a good one. Don't suck. Don't suck.